0: We wanna see Jan Jackson's nipples. We don't we don't the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs no more We don't we do the same drugs no more We don't do the we don't do the we don't we do, do the same drugs no more We don't do the we don't do the Welcome to Gen Z Explains, where a Gen Z explains things to two clueless Gen X. My name is Lena. I am the Gen Z. My name is Katie, I am a clueless Gen Xer. And my name is Ome, I'm the other clueless Gen Xer. And today we are going to be talking about YouTube and YouTubers. So this episode was difficult for me to write because unlike topics like TikTok or Tumblr, where I know you're approaching it with no knowledge at all, Usually, like, collectively as a generation, right? (laughs) YouTube YouTube is different from that. Like, you're familiar with the platform and you've been using the platform for years. Some Gen Xers watch YouTubers. Some Gen Xers are YouTubers. I mean, Tari Westbrook, she's become one of the main figures associated with YouTube drama and the community of elite YouTubers in general. She's 38 which is only three years younger than y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, whoops, how to
1: use a camera. Got it. <laughs> so
0: after, so it was kind of difficult for me to figure out how to frame this episode, but after talking to a few people, I think I've come to the conclusion that what confuses you guys is what is appealing about watching YouTubers. I don't mean YouTube videos in, in general, since you know how broad of a category that is. And In 2021, I mean, who of any generation, besides maybe b- boomers, hasn't... Use a YouTube video to learn how to do something, you know, like a tutorial, <laughs> True. or watch the latest music video of an artist you like, or watch clips of TV shows or movies for free. And Katie, you and I know that YouTube has been a really valuable tool for theater makers during the pandemic who want the content to be available for free, right? It has, yes. Yep. But I've been talking to a few people about this, and the common threads seem to be that some of you don't really understand what YouTubers are and what they do, Right. I would say that is correct. 100%. (laughs) And most of you really don't understand what is appealing about the content,
2: Oh, I definitely don't see what's appealing.
0: I just,
1: I want to poke my eyes out (laughs) every time I see a quote-unquote YouTuber. I'm like, why
0: do they talk so much? So what I'm hopefully going to do is try and help you understand that today. Okay. So I'm going to begin with a question. Can I ask, when you think of a YouTuber, what do you think? Okay, I think
2: of a very annoying person, probably younger than me, that is either A, playing Minecraft and talking about it, or B, tasting all the different types of Chips Ahoy cookies and rating them, which, why? And um, I'd rather just do it myself. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> That's really funny, eh? <laughs> Um, What I think of is I know this
0: young person
1: um, that likes, to watch dan and phil
0: can you please for the millionth time shut up about that that was seventh grade i am in high school (laughs) (laughs) so that is my reflection that is what
1: i know of a youtuber and also i know this very very small boy he's like four or five and he likes to watch ryan ryan's toy review i think it's called and that's my other kind of perception of (laughs) youtubers is like these Five-year-old kids who just unwrap toys all day and then play with them and talk about them. So, like, my
0: only exposure to YouTubers is, like, really, really young kids for the most part. Interesting. What is your opinions on Dan and Phil, can I ask? From when I watched them, which I haven't for years. (laughs) (laughs) They're annoying. And I don't, even though I've heard
1: them in the background, uh, you know, for, like, a couple of months, I just, I still can't even tell you what they talked about. Like, I, can't, I don't know what they talk about. I think they just talk about their daily lives. And you know what I was thinking? is like, how do they have time to do all this stuff if they're always recording it and telling you about the stuff that they've done?
2: Ooh, that was my thought.
1: I'm like, they just seem to always have the camera on. So when are do- they doing the stuff they're talking about? And then Ryan, I mean, that the, I mean it's like he's a spoiled little kid and his mom is annoying.
2: <laughs> so all these people are annoying. Yes yes they're annoying annoying. and maybe there's a, a sense of being false about it i feel like they're false they're fake they're not genuine
1: yeah
0: and i have a question like what's the difference between a youtuber and a vlogger i'll get to that okay So, the first thing that you need to understand is there's not just one type of YouTuber. There are many people who have accumulated thousands or millions or billions of subscribers making a wide range of videos, and there are a few main clusters of types. This is not everything. It doesn't nearly represent the, you know, the wide range of videos made on the platform. And there are people who are making videos whose content fits into more than one of these categories or none of them, which I'm just not going to talk about. Most of the examples I'll be giving will be American or at least English-speaking. This is Just a disclaimer, there are plenty of YouTubers out there who make videos in other languages, and often they're pretty high on the charts. Like, if you look at the charts of what channels have the most subscribers, those non-English language ones are usually pretty high up there because their native countries have large populations. So, like, Arabic language, Indian or Hindi language, and Brazilian, mm-hmm. like Portuguese language. And I'm just not as familiar with those people because of the language barrier. So I have... Oh. I know one more YouTuber
1: who and she's super annoying. Superwoman. Lily Singh. Oh yeah. She was the most popular YouTuber, right? Like she made the most money on YouTube or had the most followers on YouTube at, at some point, point. I yeah. believe so. At some no.
0: point I, I I I that was not my era really. She's annoying.
1: She's a culture vulture. <laughs> and she just her whole career is based on making fun of Indian
0: people. Well, you know, about I've her never because seen she's her. She's a brown know this. girl from Brampton, Ontario. Which yes. is, you are a brown girl from, from Mississauga, Ontario. Yes. And she um, went to York University. And I used to go to York University <laughs> yeah. too. Oh. And
1: she's just annoying. And it's, she's just one of the most popular YouTubers. Not I mean, anymore. That's how she's, not anymore. But that's how she started. And so I'm sure it's just more than brown people watching.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay, So, the first category that I'm going to talk about is comedy, which is exactly what it sounds like. People who make funny videos that make you laugh. Oh, okay, like Superwoman. I see yeah. that on your list. Yeah, exactly. I was about to talk about her. Sometimes they're playing a character or performing a skit, and sometimes they're discussing a topic in a funny way. Like, Lily Singh, aka Superwoman, is an excellent example. She actually got a talk show out of it. You know, she's not doing YouTube anymore. They give her, like, a late-night talk show. Is it, she still doing that show? It. I mean, I don't know. It. Fl- it was a complete flop. It was <laughs> a, a failure. No one watched it. <laughs> She's a loser. Well, yeah, it just was popular for for, for whatever reason. So there's no good example of this type of person is this woman named Jenna Marbles never heard of her? Uh, no, I don't. She's a pretty famous comedy YouTuber. She makes funny videos. Okay. So
2: that's pretty I can easy. see more value in that. Yeah. If it's thought out and planned and funny. Yeah. So pretty
1: easy for you to understand, I have right? a question. Mm-hmm. So then Sarah Cooper is not considered a YouTuber, but she makes funny videos. Who's that? She's the one who does the, um,
0: lip She does the lip syncs of Donald Trump. Oh, yes. She's does funny. Does she post them on YouTube? No, she posts on my Instagram. Okay, well then she's not a YouTuber because she doesn't post them on YouTube. That's 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 the. That's that's, That's the. Come on, That's the face video can be. See a tip. That's the thing. It's like. Anyway, I yeah. They're YouTubers. Like why? Because they're on YouTube. Because they post them to the platform of YouTube. But I guess that what I'm saying is a YouTuber's
1: content is the same as someone who posts their videos to Instagram.
0: Well, yeah, but they just figured there would be more success on that platform. That's
1: why it's, like, really platform-based, which is Mm -hmm. weird to me. That's
0: how the digital, like, that's how the media (sighs) economy today works. Maybe
1: that's what I just can't grasp. But like, Is why there's so many?
0: Huh? Why there's so many platforms?
1: No, that, like, your idea or your reception or your genre of Something is different depending on the platform, even though they're doing the same thing. Well, that's because doing the same thing as Lily Singh, for example, but they're not even the
0: you know one's a YouTuber and one's a comedian. Well, that's because the editing tools that different apps so you can post videos on like they change. You know, TikTok it's under a minute, which we talked about in the first episode. YouTube you have they can be hours and hours long. On Instagram they can't. I think the limit for an IGTV video is an hour. Like, there's only so much. If you want to make a long video, you have to post it on YouTube. So I guess the length will change the style. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the type of content that you want to make and (laughs) what you think is your best chance of getting success. Okay. I I theoretically can
2: understand you following this, Yes, I follow that. I got that part.
0: So the next category, which is kind of one of the best well-known, is beauty YouTubers, which makes a lot of sense, right? Are these the
2: cosmetic I'm putting on makeup, this is how you do it?
0: makeup tutorials as mm-hmm. well as like reviews of new products and things like that and just like this is the type of makeup that i use and this is how i use it because i know a lot about this stuff some of the people in this community are well known for causing drama and arguments among themselves and with other people about what Highliner? have you heard a name james charles yes he's the racist one no that's jeffrey star oh
1: uh, no then i don't know
0: no <laughs> no james charles Possibly the most famous YouTube drama happened um, between James Charles and Tati Westbrook, who I talked a little bit about at the beginning, who was like, kind of, he's a lot younger, he's like in his mid-twenties, and she was kind of like a mentor figure to him, and it's so long and convoluting, I don't have time to get into the details of it, <laughs> but basically she exposed him for like predatory behavior, which he denied, and... And then like it was all over this like stupid vitamin sponsorship. It was a huge deal at the time. This was like I think summer twenty nineteen when all of this happened if I'm remembering correctly.
2: Drama over vitamin
0: selling. Yeah, it was it was it was a big, big deal when it happened. And wow. that's kind of what the beauty community is the most vocal members of the beauty community are known for. Hi, editing Lena here. Just a quick like update that there have been several new developments in this story that i'm talking about right now since we recorded this a few months ago a lot of things have happened and i don't want to get into it too much but it would kind of just be remiss of me to not like mention that because there have been some pretty significant updates so i would definitely if you're curious about this recommend reading some write-ups about it i can link i'll link some in the description Just wanted to make that clear because it's it's become obvious that there are some pretty bad people involved in this story, and I don't want to get too much into it again. But yeah, I recommend looking this up. It's kind of a whole mess. It's way more of a mess than it started out as. It's still over vitamins, so That's the conclusion. Okay, back to the show. Jeffrey started... This will be old news by the time this comes out, and it already is. But in the the most recent time he was in the cultural consciousness was because there was a rumor where he was hooking up with Kanye West. Okay, and if you certain people who know me know that I am obsessed with this story, <laughs> I um, didn't realize that for various Neither reasons. For various reasons, but um, yeah, that was kind of the last time that it, it, a big beauty YouTuber was in the news. Sorry, who is hooking up with Kanye West? Jeffrey Star, this man, who is a beauty YouTuber. He's a beauty YouTuber,
1: and and this is the one who had the controversy about the vitamins.
2: No, that's James Charles. Oh Jesus! So many, I can't keep up. Neither can I. And
1: the old woman, our Gen Xer woman, she was in the James Charles drama, but she's also a beauty YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay, moving on what? to the category of YouTube videos gaming. This one's, you mentioned this Minecraft one annoys gaming. me. This one annoys you? Yes. <laughs> well, it, this one's pretty simple. It's just videos and live streams of the YouTuber playing the game. You right. Know, they film themselves why? playing.
2: Why? The I cannot grasp I, why this is interesting.
0: I remember Lena used to watch. I did. I used to watch, well, Dan and Phil had a games channel, but I also, when I was a lot younger, before you really knew me, I was obsessed with Minecraft videos the ones that why did you. you
2: like it from someone who liked it explain to me
0: yeah i mean i was like six years old i, I don't <laughs> really remember to be honest mm-hmm. like you
2: liked watching other people play minecraft yeah that it was blows my
0: mind. it was interesting to me because it, it held my attention and sometimes they have funny commentary wow okay so what's I, the difference between gaming youtubers
1: and gamers on what Twitch. Twitch.
0: Well, Twitch is a <laughs> live stream to begin with. And YouTube, they can, like, upload it and edit it. Oh, okay. And it's just, I mean, there's, not, there's some crossover, obviously. Why is it
2: more fun to watch people play games than to play it yourself?
0: I, I mean, if you don't want to learn how to play a game, or if you want, like, a tutorial on how to do it, or you want, like, just, you want to see someone else do it, maybe someone that's better than you, or someone that's funny, or just, like, it's soothing, or calming, least there's uh, many reasons that you could want to watch this type of content.
2: Okay.
1: Katie, I agree with you, I never really understood why people watched other people's game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: PewDiePie. you.
0: PewDiePie? Have you heard the name PewDiePie? PewDiePie is definitely the best-known gaming YouTuber. And about, I believe it was, like... Oh, that's the name of someone. That's I his thought user that game. was a
1: type of YouTubing.
0: No, that's his username, <laughs> PewDiePie. <laughs> okay, got it. He's a, a Swedish guy named Felix. He's just some random Swedish guy named Felix. And he... I think it was, like, about two and a half to three years ago, he was embroiled in this massive fugue with... Um, It wasn't even just one person. Basically, he and this other youtube channel called t-series which is a bollywood music channel that posts bollywood music videos were like battling for the top spot of who had the most subscribers across youtube and it became this enormous thing he did to like (laughs) drum up i guess like support and money for himself and it became this massive campaign that he was like you gotta get me more subscribers than t-series and but it was funny because it's like some random Swedish guy named Felix versus an entire country and culture, <laughs> oh you know? An entire diaspora the as well. T-Series
1: is like a distributor of Bollywood movies. Yep. That, mm-hmm. They
0: have a YouTube channel where they post music videos that right. people who like Bollywood music will watch. And right. The battle was to who had the most subscribers. So this random video game player,
1: he plays video games, mm-hmm. has almost the same subscription as like a uh, it's Bollywood videos. Yep.
0: Oh, wow. Um, that blows my mind. Um, that in The whole entire country of India and its diaspora. They were in a fight for a long time. Well, I mean, not
1: everyone subscribes to T-Series.
0: Still. Yeah. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people do. Next category, lifestyle, which is just making videos about your daily life. So obviously this is a broad category, and it includes a lot of stuff. A lot of these people usually women or what you would think of when you think of the word influencer. Like that word conjures up a very specific image, doesn't it? So it's like
1: women who like try this cleaning product or whatever. Yeah,
0: talk about their life and the brands that they're using. And they make videos about fashion and style, family, cooking, travel and just like showing off their lives. But they're sponsored, so it's not really occasionally, sometimes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They can be. Um, and this is kind of in the same thing as vlogs, which you asked about earlier. That's, I was like, this sounds like a vlog. And the <laughs> vlog it, it is just a video of the person's daily life. They'll film themselves going about their day and showing the things that happen. And a lot of, there's some people who just make vlogs, and there's some people that, like, have channels dedicated to other content, but make vlogs occasionally. Um, so, what are Dan and Phil? What category do they fill into? Honestly, they don't really fit into any. Like, kind of like sometimes they do comedy, sometimes they do vlogs, sometimes they do games. Cause a lot of th- a lot of popular channels are like that, doing various content, like the react to stuff sometimes, which I'm gonna get to. Cause it's really vlogs that I don't understand. Like, why do I want to watch this person
1: <laughs> do whatever? Because I had a friend who once was like, I want to start a vlog, and so she started recording us like going out to eat. I'm like, why would anyone
0: want to watch this? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like some people just <laughs> like it. Some people just, just enjoy what it. What is watching the point of all of this? Is
2: it to get a lot of followers and then make money from sponsorships? Why well, do people that's get true, into it? Some people
0: just enjoy it. I mean you can't answer for every individual person's motivation. Okay, like, some people just enjoy doing making those types of videos. One of the most famous vloggers was Casey Neistat. Hold on, I wanna add something. Mm-hmm.
1: What I'm more confused about is not why people do it, but why people watch it. I don't know
0: what to tell you. Some people just enjoy (laughs) different types of content than you. I don't get it. That's valid. Why would
2: anyone
1: want to watch me go to this African restaurant on, like,
0: Blur and Dufferin? Have there
2: been any studies or do you know any statistics of, like, what what is the average age range of people who watch YouTubers who follow them?
0: Because it would be channel by channel. You know, like because like I said, there's everyone watches YouTube videos whether that's like a tutorial or True. At some, video some point I have, yes. It would be channel by channel. And I can't tell you every single popular channel's demographics. Mm-hmm. Often oftentimes they don't share that, you know? Like that's not public information. They just know it for marketing purposes. Hmm. Lena, do you know how Gen Xers use YouTube? Yeah, you watch like music and you watch like tutorials on sewing and like maybe cooking videos and, and stuff, right? <laughs> that's is exactly right like yep.
1: I literally just use YouTube to listen to music like I can't get into Spotify I have Spotify I use YouTube to listen to music
0: one time my mom and I were like on a bike ride and the tire like something happened to the tire the chain the chain broke and we had, we watched a YouTube video in the middle of the street and fixed it <laughs> like that's what YouTube is really good for like, I can't even watch how
1: to videos on YouTube they, like there's too much talking and there's too much <laughs> irrelevant shit especially for cooking I'd rather just read a recipe oh, and watch it
2: oh my very good friends just last week made a youtube video just for me on how to do pour over coffee and i've watched <laughs> that video every time i've made coffee so that i feel
0: okay <laughs> so we were talking about vlogs and okay. one of the most famous vloggers was casey neistat who made a vlog every single day for over a year without skipping a day that's a lot of work isn't it I'd so you have to so. film the whole day and then like a whole second the whole night is editing and then you do everything the next day a lot of work wait she <laughs> Recorded everything she did that day, then edited he, it. Casey Neistat's a man. Yeah. Huh? Casey Neistat is a man.
1: Oh! He recorded everything he did that day, then edited it, then uploaded it, and then someone watched it? Like, why? He this had a lot of subscribers. People just enjoyed it. So he's like, I'm going to get my coffee. Goes to the coffee shop. Yep, exactly. And I'm
0: sitting and eating my ba-. And people watched this? Why? Right. I mean, I, I- just- people enjoy it, you know? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay. okay. Next category, reaction videos. Where the YouTuber, like, reacts to a piece of media, like, music or memes. And this has become a really common video format. So, channels that aren't- there's some channels that are just focused on this. Like, channels that do reviews of new albums. And people watch it because they want, like, opinions about the album that just came out, but then their reactions are also funny. hmm And it's also become- like, channels that aren't just focused on this, like, some YouTubers that have been around for a long time will react to their old videos and film themselves watching them. <laughs> oh my like, god. Setting themselves up for it the audience to, to laugh circle. at them and like cringe at them and stuff. It's so cringy already. So we used
1: to watch this thing called React Channel. Yes, where, I yes. used to
0: watch a lot of the React Channel.
1: And I just read actually when you, when you said this. it, it um, So I teach film studies and, uh, on film Twitter and film studies Twitter. Uh, someone had posted that they did an informal survey about where their students get their film criticism from. And like 60% turned to YouTube, only 40% turned to magazines or online, like written stuff. Wow. And then another 30% turned to TikTok. And then another like, I don't know, 30% tune in to some other kind of visual like wow. videos, so it's like really taking over the world of criticism. It too. absolutely
0: is. Yes, that's an excellent point, point. and that kind of gets into the next thing, which is commentary videos. Just like comment, just like commenting on something. Like, uh, that was honestly a lot of what Jim phil did. Like reacting to this trend, or like rea- a lot of channels like reacting to this thing that's popular right now and giving commentary and what they think about it. So like a podcast, yes, but a <laughs> <in> video form. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another category, this is, like, in the top list of, like, the most popular by numbers, but I don't know how, like, influential this is exactly. Conspiracy. So not necessarily political conspiracy theories like QAnon, but, like, more like, so-and-so celebrity is a member of the Illuminati, and, and, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, this is crop circles, that type of stuff. So this is, like, the gossip magazines, but (laughs) it's a video. Yeah. And... Shane Dawson? Does that name ring any bells?
2: No. I don't think he so. He
0: was one of the most famous conspiracy YouTubers. And, like, so much drama. Don't have time to get into that. <laughs> don't even have time to touch on it. So
2: these people search out drama, search out conspiracies. In a and lot talk of ways, them. yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. So it's like a
1: podcast again. Like, like what? What does the video format?
0: I or I guess well, the video format came before if Yes. If you're reacting to a video or you you're commenting on a video, it helps have the vi- Many times I've wished that we had a visual element to this show right. because it's difficult to show the audience, yeah, describe what we're literally. Hmm. So next category, this is one of my personal favorite types of YouTube videos, video essay. Like a very long video informing the audience about the creator's opinion about a particular topic, which is usually something to do with culture, media, or social issues. I watch a lot of video essays, usually film reviews or something about internet culture. I've never watched any of that before. i
2: That's what books are for.
0: That's what books and magazines are for. I mean, I read a <laughs> lot as well, but it's like... I yes. like these videos because of the personality of the person making mm. it. And sometimes they can okay. include images and video clips to help you with what okay. you're talking about.
2: I have never watched one of these before. So would this YouTuber, are they looking directly into the camera and talking to yep. you?
0: Okay. I can actually send you some good ones that I think you would like. All
2: right. Okay. I'm interested in seeing what you think I would like. i would
1: 100% <laughs> rather read a commentary or reflection piece or whatever than watch one. I don't I don't know why. Like I don't Yeah. I mean YouTube came about so you could watch replays of live TV. Like it you know like that's the way I understood YouTube and I didn't understand or use YouTube as a content creation website. I think that's kind of the difference. Yeah, absolutely Generationally for her. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. One of the most famous video essayists is Natalie Wynn. Also, her username is ContraPoints. Someone once described her as the Oscar Wilde of YouTube to get an idea (laughs) of, like, her general vibe. Oh. Yeah. That's just an example. So, next category. This is one that you mentioned, I know, Ome. Product review slash unboxing. So these types of videos, are not they can be but not always focused on the personality or the talents of the person making it as they are on the product being reviewed. And I included this because it's a phenomenon that older people seem to be fascinated by. <laughs> to me, it makes sense that you would want to see a video that reviews an expensive product in detail before you would buy it. Uh-huh. Or that you would want to drool over something you can't afford to buy, like, you know, digital window shopping or something like that. But this seems to confuse you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I never thought of it as a review of a product. I just thought it's of it unboxing. as someone just opening what they got. But now that you put it a in the A lot of context, times
0: it is that, but sometimes they do be like, this is how it works, and this is how it looks, and this is how it feels to touch, which is all useful things you would want to know if you want to buy it. Okay, right? yes. I think I've looked at these without realizing that I was looking at them.
1: Yeah, I tried. Like, uh, someone, my sister, we were talking about stationery. I was like, it's so pretty and not you know,
2: <laughs> o- what old people do.
1: And she's like, you should watch stationary unboxings. They're so much fun. So I did it and didn't really enjoy it.
2: Interesting. interesting. I looked at one because I bought a used Keurig and it didn't come with any instructions and it looked different from the ones I've used before. So I was like Google searching and YouTube videos came up on how to use it. Okay. Which would that be the same thing? it's like that's somebody got a brand like
0: new one yeah i guess so if, if 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 the video like involved them taking it out of the box and being like this is what it looks like yeah it would kind of be like mm. that okay. i never thought of
1: these unboxings as reviews that's interesting well but it
0: can be it's i mean there's a wide variety of these things but a lot of times they are giving a review of the product
1: and like what you were saying like how to use things oh i'm on youtube all the time for that. <laughs> yeah, how too. do i how do i take out popping peas on Audacity. How do I plug in this? How do I do like a lot of my audio stuff, yeah, I've yeah. heard from YouTube.
0: Yep, exactly. So this is leading into kids stuff. Like content made by kids not always by kids, but for kids. Possibly the most famous example of a child YouTuber is your example, Omega Ryan's toy review. Ryan He, he unboxes toys and plays with them and reviews them. His mom How old is he? So annoying. He so he made headlines for being the top earning YouTuber ever. Like all of it. For the year twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen when he was seven and eight respectively.
2: Okay. So this seven and eight year old could not have thought of this on his own and set up the camera. So this is all his mom. Mm -hmm. Like
0: stage mom, huge stage mom. Absolutely a stage mom, yes. (laughs) He
1: is in the videos and her I can't get over how annoying she is.
0: I have
2: visited my um, my little baby cousin before. He's 11 now, so I don't know if I can call him a baby anymore. But when he was younger, and he was obsessed with watching Minecraft videos, but he loved to watch these two kids that were siblings. They were about his age, and they would do really weird things. I thought were weird, but he thought it was fascinating. And this was my example earlier. They blindfolded the brother, and the sister would give him a cookie, and he like... He explained how he felt about each cookie, and then she was like, oh, it's Chips Ahoy Extra Crispy, and (laughs) and they did this for like an hour, and and my little cousin Jacob was just staring at the computer screen so enthralled. I'm like, this is so boring. We can walk in your kitchen and actually eat a cookie. Yeah,
0: actually do these little cookie (laughs) That baffles me. Um... So, there's obviously, maybe, Katie, maybe the reason that you found that so boring was because it was made to appeal to younger kids, and they have, like, a different attention span, and different point. level That's of what they find interesting, and adults do. There's plenty, I mean, there's plenty of adults making content, content for kids on YouTube, as well as, like, teenagers making content for kids. Jojo Siwa, do you, you jo- know that name?
1: Jo- I've was, heard of this. she nope. was I'm on Twitter. Yeah,
0: well, this, I mean, we're recording this in February, but this won't come out until May, and, like this was in the news very recently. It will be old news by the time this comes out, but she made her lines recently for coming out as gay. And she's, like, mainly a children's content creator, so that was, like, kind of a controversy. It was a bold move on her part, everyone said, because parents control what children watch, and parents are homophobic before their children learn to be so. Mm -hmm. So it was a very bold move on her part to do that. And she's 17, and she makes content for kids. And there's, I mean, because a lot of kids, you know, watch YouTube. Like, uh, the. The videos that are made for children, like nursery rhymes and things like that, and kids' TV shows are often really high on the most-watched and most-subscribed list just because so many kids watch them. Okay. And, you no, know, it's actually very funny because there was a poll of children in 2019 on the 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landing, and it was to see if astronauts still held like the same status in American culture as role models for kids. You know, like in the '70s, every little kid was like, "I'm gonna be an astronaut." Okay, right? yeah. <laughs> so I know where this is going. I so, 29 percent of American kids surveyed said they wanted to be a YouTuber when they grew up, and 11 percent of kids said they wanted to be an astronaut. Wow. Whoa. So wow, kids kids are seeing all this content that they're watching. And sometimes kids are making it like Ryan and they want to do it too. And it's aspirational for them. It's like a big career goal. Yeah. If it's, if it's what they're used to, that's what they want to be. Exactly. They see it. Yep.
2: Yep. I just, I, I still find it wildly
1: boring. Like I have never (laughs) subscribed to a YouTube channel. I didn't even know you could subscribe. Like I knew, but I never really, anyways, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I search for what I want. I don't follow anyone. I guess that's. The way I use YouTube.
0: Yeah. So that's some of the main categories. Do you feel like you understand what these people do a little more? I mean, I do
1: understand what they do. I still don't understand the appeal. Well, that's
0: something I can't answer because that's on an individual basis. People... People are just gonna be different from you, you know, and it is a generational thing. But it's people definitely generational, because
2: Katie
1: just said she doesn't get it either, right?
2: Right. Yeah. I'm just like you. I don't. I don't get. It. I think I understand what what we talked about, but I don't understand the. I don't feel the appeal. I don't.
0: Yeah. If and... I sent you a good video essay, you might want to watch it. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. you yes. Know what? Also,
1: I think younger kids and or younger people, and I think
0: you fall into this category, Lena. Now. Don't watch television shows. I was just about to talk about that. So there's this really big shift in content that happened with these generational shifts. And there's a big difference in the majority of media that was consumed by Gen X and millennials as children versus, like, younger Gen Z kids. Because, I mean, I grew up when I was, like, old enough to, you know, be on the iPad, like, set six or seven, watching YouTube videos. But when I was, like, a, a little baby... I was kind of too young to be given a tablet like that was just i was I was born in the wrong year for that, okay, but like kids who are now like ten eleven twelve like that happened to them, you know, like their mom would give them a YouTube video to watch instead of cartoons or whatever I was a little too old for that, and also just had the kind of parents where I wasn't really done, but younger gen Z do that. So you guys grew up watching narrative TV shows that usually were broadcast to all the audiences and at a certain time. Yes. Like, it's going to be on at a certain time every week.
2: Thursday night at 7. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and,
0: like, what I grew up and what some people younger than me grew up watching as very young children were videos that were made by an independent creator that are often focused on the personality of the creator versus the narrative. And mm-hmm. they're also available to watch for free, for free if you have an internet connection on demand. So the most common thing you guys would watch as kids was a fictional narrative written about someone else's life. But today's kids and teenagers are watching videos about a real person's life. I'm blown away by that. And the
1: whole live thing, too. Like, that's a different question. But this, like, I like, in theory, I like the idea of independent creators. Yeah, me too. I want to support that.
0: But I still don't want to watch YouTube. (laughs)
1: You know, oh, like I, that's valid. I feel like
0: you you know that can one. listen to podcast. We're independent creators. You're yeah. supporting independent creators by oh. listening to this podcast. Okay, true. And I and I do
1: like podcasts, but I just can't. I don't know. There's something about YouTube. But my nephews would also watch cartoons on TV, right? Yeah,
0: kids but, do that.
1: Yeah, but they'll like you know, it's like on Netflix or it's on YouTube and it's like podcasted yeah. or whatever. And so one day they were over. At my place, and I didn't have any of those, no, this was, we were at my parents' place, and we just watched the Cartoon Network, uh-huh. like savages on like, <laughs> TV, and they were like, "Mossy, can you rewind it? And I was like, no, this is live television. And they're like, no, you're lying. They did not know what live oh, television I was. Oh, they didn't understand the
0: concept of how it worked. Yeah, and I didn't know how to explain it to them. But wow. like there's no way
1: to explain to someone who doesn't know what live television, what live television is. I remember
0: mm-hmm. being confused about this a little bit when I was a kid because my dad had direct TV, which you can pause even though it's live. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, I was always, before even that. Which always made me anxious because I was like, well, it's going to be different from what everyone else is watching. Because I, I was an anxious <laughs> child, but oh. um, I, I, I mean, I know what live TV is. I mean, I, I mainly know that from listening to the radio, which I did a lot as a kid. Hmm. I think you
2: and I talked about this a little bit, Lena, but um, like the narrative, the the narrative shows that that Ome and I probably grew up watching. I felt like I really wanted to watch the ones that took me to a world where I wasn't in. Um, Like maybe watching something that was taking place as simple as, you know, where was Cheers taking taking place? In Seattle, in a bar in Seattle, right? Seattle?
0: I mean, I, so I've never seen a show, but I associate Cheers with Seattle. Oh, uh-huh. Seattle was Okay, well, in, in a, a state or a city that I couldn't be in when
2: I was a kid or a type of lifestyle that I couldn't yeah. have, um, or even something really out there like Alf. He was an right. alien, right? You know, yeah. like I, I wanted to live with an alien. You watched TV shows that could take you out of the world you Added were reality. and put in another one, right? Yeah. And I feel like YouTubers, it's this is reality. This is what you get every day. And that's
0: what doesn't connected see, my brain see the thing is it's not like kids are not at watching any of that fictional stuff i mean if you look at like the rise of streaming things like netflix like mm-hmm. that's been extraordinarily successful and it's not like people aren't watching fictional tv right they are but a lot of the content the content some of the things that young kids are watching these days just wasn't available 10 20 30 years ago that's true like we- and i mean it depends on the individual person, how much of each category they want to watch, but it just, that o- wasn't an option at one point. So, the last thing to note is that YouTube has been around for years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this has resulted in, like, these established tropes and customs that creators will engage with to make videos, like, things that people expect to see. For instance, there's a certain look that a lot of video thumbnails will have, you know, do you know what I mean when I say that? It's like the preview that comes up when you're scrolling yeah. through a list. And there's also, like, the certain sentence format for, like, clickbait titles, like, mm-hmm. emotional fight with my boyfriend, we broke up. You know, things like that. Clickbait videos, which oh, people make. Jesus. I could, like, if something like that came up, <laughs> I would be like, nope. I mean, I don't personally like that kind of content, but some people do, and they get lots of views, so. And the other thing about YouTube having been around for so long is that there are now multiple generations of YouTubers. Like, people who have been oh. here since the beginning... And then there are newer, maybe some younger creators who joined more recently and are mainly watched by teens as opposed to teens that grew up watching them and are now young adults, you know. Like a lot of millennials as teenagers would watch YouTube and it was just beginning to become a thing. But those millennials now are confused by the newer generation of YouTubers. (laughs) (laughs) They feel our pain. What are they confused about? Just like why these people are popular who they are, you know, kind of become disconnected from that culture. Like people who watch G- General Marbles and Lily Singh now are like, who is, who, who is this Emma Chamberlain person <laughs> I hear of? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Um, do you know why YouTube came, like, why the creators made YouTube? You said it was because to watch replays of live TV, right? I yeah. Don't,
1: yeah. So more specifically, it was one of the, crea- I remember hearing this on a podcast, or maybe probably NPR. Nishan said we talk about NPR too much on our podcast.
0: Did they? <laughs> they, can, they can shut the fuck up. Uh, I
2: almost brought up NPR a few minutes ago. Glad I didn't.
1: Um, so I heard that one of the creators said that the reason they thought about creating YouTube was because in the Super Bowl, where Janet Jackson's boob got exposed, they weren't watching
0: it and I they couldn't <laughs> find did you a replay. Did you hear the song you're wrong about? i feel like that's where i know this from oh maybe no no no, i feel like i knew this before
1: you're you're wrong about okay so that's the genesis story of youtube yes i I know this as well yes i do in fact that the the guy was like well we need we want to see
0: jackson's nipples yeah (laughs) he's like we need a way to be able to watch live television again Again. Interesting. interesting and it's just kind of really taking off
2: <laughs> yeah and
0: it's become something completely different it absolutely great. has yeah do yeah. the
2: original creators are they making money off of YouTube oh i, now? I would imagine they must be yeah, very I wealthy i so. think
0: it's been sold a bunch of times i don't know a lot about this but okay. we were gonna talk today about youtubers not the creators sorry yeah platform okay so that's the end of the episode can you guys like maybe recap what you learned
2: there are a lot more kinds of youtubers than i had imagined I really was lumping them all into one category. And now, see, there's a lot of different ones. Maybe I might be interested in some of those.
1: I think what struck me is just kind of like independent creators, which I, in theory, want to support, but I still don't understand why anyone would watch a YouTuber.
0: Okay, well, thank you for that recap. Very excellent (laughs) points. That is the end of the episode.